morning. Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We've got a big show today. We do. Retail rock stars in person, on the line. Really excited to to talk to you about a lot of things going on. We're going to talk to Michael Druskin a little later this hour. Um, if you didn't see the news, I posted it on, you can get it through my Instagram, Twitter, all the social channels um, about his new store that's opening this week. We're going to talk to him about that next hour we're going to talk to um sonia rasula you know unique markets is coming back to town tomorrow i do know that yes have you been before i haven't well has it been here more than one year yeah a couple times. Yeah. Nobody told me. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll take you. Thank you. Um, so that's happening tomorrow. It's a really fun pop-up. And interesting that, you know, as some of the markets kind of uh, start to transform and go away, this one is still going strong. We're going to talk to Sonia, um, who has one happening there in L.A. today. And then she's going to fly here for the one in Minneapolis oh. tomorrow. Um, so we'll talk it's to just her. Just one day tomorrow. Yeah, just correct? one day. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we'll tell you about that. But some retail headlines this week that we should get to the one that really got me it just makes me sad and it's like wow nobody is immune barney's yeah declaring bankruptcy it's not the first time though no it isn't it isn't so and what's interesting is it it really seems and all the stories from the new york times on down really make it sound like it was this insane um, increase in rent, the rent yeah. at their flagship store in Manhattan, going from like sixteen million dollars, which try to wrap your heads around that, yeah. um, to thirty million dollars. Oh, I thought it was even more. I thought it was three hundred. Did I make that? I up? think you added a zero. Okay, Are you seeing double. Well. You okay. <laughs> Three is a lot. Yeah, no, but it, lot, but their yeah. rent almost okay. doubled in the millions. Well, and it's why so many flagship stores have closed on Fifth Avenue. Right. Lord and Taylor closed. Right, right. Uh, and, and also interesting about, you know, I, I saw some discussion in business publications about these big name retailers that don't own their own stores. Right. And what can happen then. Um, and I don't know exactly why the rent went up quite that much. I think there was some sort of ordinance or something in New York that allowed them to find, you know, it had held it where it was and then it went up. But no question, there is less foot traffic than there once was. People aren't buying the way they once did. And the brands that, you know, it, Barney's, if if you're not familiar, I mean, they, they were sort of the cutting edge. Right. Of I mean, everything they fashion. sort of were first. With, yeah. With so many, even, you know, more radical and, ideas. And, and everything you think of, of like a store where like you'd walk into a stark room and there's just one thousand dollar leather jacket like that's Barney's. And yeah. they could do that and yeah. get away with it and create this like, you know, really exclusive experience. And you went there to really find out what was next. Well, now, you know, the Internet is what's next. Yeah. And but, you know, another thing in business of fashion, they were also talking about, you know, obviously the change in consumer taste. But they also said that Barney's didn't really adapt to the changing lane, landscape of retail. Mm-hmm. That remember the racial profiling they did of some black customers. Oh, yeah. Um, they were also carrying limited sizes. Yeah. Despite the fact they said that 67% of women in the U.S. now wear a size 14 or larger. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, some of what they did might have been they were snobby. their own fault. Yeah, yes. oh, really snobby. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, so they're not going away. And in fact, they are supposed to be opening a 
a smaller footprint store at the new American Dream. Now, you know, that's the Germazian family, right. which owns the Mall of America. They have been working on this American Dream. Is that the one in Vegas? No, or it's in, in New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yes. Okay. Um, and it is finally, after, I don't know, it seems like a decade, yeah. it's finally supposed to open this fall. And Barney's is supposed to be opening there, and they say they're going to, that they will still open. Well, they're they're closing 15 of their 22 stores. Right. So So they're basically will be focused on New York and on a couple of special flagship. Are they keeping Chicago, did it say? Um, Actually, no. No. Really? They're closing, um, including Chicago, Las Vegas, and Seattle. Wow. And also the nine Barney's Warehouse stores. Yeah. Um, they'll keep the... That's a bummer. New York, I loved San those Francisco. Barney co-ops. I know. L.A. and Boston. They it's the only place I online. could even attempt to pretend right. like I could you buy anything. You a cute dress there once. I, I remember did. that. did. Yes. Yeah. Do you still have that? I think it's in my closet, although I don't know why. Well, it was I cute. really need a closet overhaul. My goodness. Would you like me to come and do that? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, You're the one person I would probably let in there. Okay. Because <laughs> you would have to <laughs> still like me <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but if you really you know, are desperate, they will still be online at Barney's dot com yeah and barney's warehouse dot com will still be but it's just you know it's sad it's it's just like yeah um then locally a very small blip but you know it's funny i i did go we talked about it last week it was the uptown art fair i went um Mm -hmm. saturday afternoon it was hot and sunny unlike today um and, you know, we were walking, my son and I were walking, you know, uh, in front of Calhoun Square and just looking across and there was some like local co-working thing that was being demoed in the former um, North Face space and you know right, and the Calhoun r- Square across the street, oh, across the street. and I you know and it's funny because I looked at the stores that are still in Calhoun Square you know Sephora and H&M and Timberland and Arcteryx which is this very high end spell that how to pronounce that I mean I think it's Arcteryx um very high end outerwear and I just was thinking huh I bet they were expecting something different from Uptown. I wonder how long they'll hang on. Not well, long. not very long. No, no, not no, no, very no. long at all. Maybe a couple of weeks because <laughs> and, and it's funny because first I got the press release that said Arcteryx is opening at Mall of America. Right. And I thought, hmm, I bet you Arcteryx is also closing in Uptown. They forgot that little bit. Didn't mention yeah. that part. And sure enough, that is indeed what they are but doing. What They're I, moving. I did not really I was not really familiar with their whole story yeah but they're another one that you know sustainability is important and their environmental footprint and all of that so um they're coming this fall yes to mall of america as is canada canada goose right right and then that got me thinking about ascoff finlayson Mm -hmm. which is they're debuting their their own parka and i thought oh Okay, I mean, is that going to be their only thing that they do? Because um, that's how the press releases or things mm-hmm. I've read have made it sound. Yeah, like, that's what they're saying. They're focusing. Uh, yeah. Do you need that many? Well, I mean, if if there if if ever there was a market yeah, that where you can it, sell, you know, if there's anything that Minnesotans are going to invest in, yeah, clothing wise, you know, I think it's going to be. 
a, a really a good, good jacket. Yeah. And I think we've seen that as, you know, just in general, Canada Goose. I mean, a lot of those coats sell for over a thousand dollars. Right. And they sell here very well, you know, everywhere yeah. from Nordstrom. So I mean, it makes perfect sense that brands like that want to have a presence here. Yes. And I think Mall of America, just to go back to that, has been really smart about grouping them all together. I mean, they're really creating like a corridor of, you know, outerwear, winter apparel stores. You know, they've got Columbia. They've got, um, what do you call it? What's the, what's they, they're owned by Columbia. The, oh, Sor- Sorrel, um, oh, right. North Face is there. And that, you know, Mall of America is becoming the destination. If you want to go shopping for your winter apparel, of course you're going to go there because you have yeah. every major brand in a line. Except you know, if you want Ascot. Well, right. Yeah. Um, but, but I, I think the point is we know that the market has proven that people will pay for it. So I guess in that way you could say it's smart. I mean, going up against, you know, Patagonia and North Face and all of these big brands yeah. seems a little daunting, but that's never scared the Daytons before. No, but I and, would like Eric to let me know. Yeah, well, we'll talk to Eric when it gets I, a little closer. What I haven't understood in all of the time that I've been reading about this is if all of those t-shirts that I used to buy for my son that mm-hmm. I really loved there and all the North hats and all, is there really going to be nothing but these winter so jackets? they haven't fully explained. No. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll go right to the uh, source and, the and get the yeah. uh, get the scoop when they get a little closer. Right now, they're sort of, I, I got an email from them this week. So in on their website, they really have, I mean, they there's nothing there. Yeah. It's just an, an email to sign up. It says, stay warm, keep cold, climate positive winter outerwear is coming November 2019. And yeah, you can sign November. up now for access to their pre-launch if you want to be among the, the first. Huh. So, okay. This well, is it. Maybe yep. we'll get more news soon. Yes, we will keep you posted on that. Um, meanwhile, Target had some really interesting news about a partnership that may or may not surprise you. We think it will. We will discuss it. And let's just say it involves a very famous denim line. We'll get to that right after this. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, and we're so glad you've joined us today. We have a lot to talk about. Dude, so much going on. Uh, that's my mom, Harmony. I'm Allie Kaplan, and uh, glad you're with us. So here was Target's news yesterday. This one kind of a fun little surprise. Yeah. Target is going to start selling Levi's, the red tag Levi's, not the Denzian. Red tab. Red tab. Yeah, whatever. Red tab. Red tab, red tag, well, whatever. I mean, you know, we All want to right. be accurate. The, the cool ones, the cool right. ones. Because they've had, they've carried their denizen. Right. Line. That's that's a lower end line right. that Levi's has done for years, really, for discount stores yeah. like Target. And I think it's also sold. I think it's sold at a few others, too. Right. But, tar- but Target has never had the red tab. And right. that little red, that, that, that makes a, a difference. It makes yep. a difference. And I think what's so interesting about it is, you know, the red tab is, that's the brand that has been like Levi's department store brand. But those department stores are disappearing. They don't have Sears to sell them to anymore. Right. And so suddenly they are looking for a new partner and Target makes a lot of sense. Well, and what I think is interesting is it's going to be in 50 stores, 50 Target stores later this month. And most of them will be stores that are near college campuses, Mm -hmm. which of course makes perfect sense. And they will have men's and women's and tops and jackets and all of that that you can find also on Target.com. I think it launches this weekend, Mom. 
Well, they are going yeah. to have some. Yeah. But the rest in October, they will actually carry them at near the downtown store. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but the rest comes Sunday. But what I was going to say is the prices will range from seventeen ninety nine to fifty nine ninety nine. Right. So, and you know, it's always been, as you say, a, a premium channel that they've had going into department stores. And I think this it's well, probably I really think, good for Target. I think too. it's good. Right. I was going. That's what I was going to say. I think it goes both ways. It it makes sense for Levi's because among the you know, quote unquote, discount chains. Target clearly is, you know, the the fashion authority. Right. It, they they want to be associated with Target and Target's shopper more than they do Walmart. Target isn't a place that's going to bring your brand down. No. You know, it, 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 there's some fashion authority there. For Target, what's interesting about it is Target has been focusing so much recently on their own right. brands yeah. and on de- not even partnerships. No, we just talked- ones they Right. Their own in-house brands. In fact, they launched a denim brand, which we were going to go try on and we forgot to. We did. Maybe we should have a fitting room day and do try. Yes, we could try on the Target jeans and the Levi's. Levi's. Yes. Yes. We like that anyway. But 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 at the end of the day, I mean, I think that Target has had some success with their brands, but it's still there's still something of a, a cachet yeah, to having a right brand and and Levi, you know forever. I was asked about it yesterday by another um, reporter you know like do people still care about Levi's and I think you know it's interesting they're going to come back yes and I mean I don't think they've at, Levi's is one of the very few brands they're up there with like Nike and yeah. a, a few others where it's just like they're they are. An American right. icon. Right, sort of like you, instead of saying, it, where, it am transcend- jeans, you say, where are my Levi's? Right, you know? it transcends trend. Well, also, when Target made this announcement, they said that Levi's is the most searched brand on Target.com for jeans. Isn't that interesting? Yes, it is. Yeah. And they also sell Wrangler, which brings us to another story that I absolutely love. You know, Lil Nas X, certainly you know Lil Nas X. I do, Mom, yes. He is the uh, artist who recorded the really smash hit, Mm -hmm. Old Town Road. Yes. Do you want to hum a few bars or anything? I could, but I'd think it'd be better if you did. Oh, no. No, do you not I, know that song? I, I do. Everybody not knows to the hum song. It. Yeah. I really am not good at that. Mm-hmm. I like the line about the sports bra. But there, you didn't even know there's a line in there about the sports bra? Ah, uh, I'd have to oh, go through the whole song, her. too. I'm going to have to look it up. Look up the lyrics. I'm not, I, I will. Okay. Trust me on this. Anyway, <laughs> but in the song, he does mention. Wrangler jeans. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Wrangler's on his booty or yes, something like that. Yes, yeah. Yes. And he's the the song, I mean, just to give you an idea of how important this song is and how big, it's held the top spot on the Billboard one hundred chart for a record breaking eighteen weeks and counting. It's unbelievable. And he in the in these <laughs> the four words, Wrangler on my booty, mm-hmm. um, they are really helping Wrangler yes. come back. Subliminally, everybody is like, Oh, I want Wranglers well, on that, my booty. Right. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely crazy. Wrangler and, couldn't have paid oh, for this publicity. God, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. And they were they were struggling. Yeah. Now they have a limited edition collection with Lil Nas X that oh includes my graphic tees. Jean jackets with Old Town Road printed on them, and shoppers cannot get enough. Every time they, Wrangler people said every time they put a product out, it sold out immediately. <laughs> and so, I, you know, it's just amazing how something like that 
can make a difference. Yeah. You know, just a mention in a song that is that popular, it actually makes people go out and, and buy the Wrangler jeans. Wow. And yeah. I love how you said sports bra, which I can't, I don't see that line at all, but he does talk about boobs. Oh, find it. It's there. Trust me. I do not believe harmony. I would not ever make something like that. Yeah. Well, these are the lyrics I have. So it it is interesting, though. And I think it's it's a challenge of so many, you know, kind of institutional brands that have been around for decades. You know, how do you stay relevant and, and how do you disrupt yourself? And I think actually Fast Company has written about Levi's has a a fairly new leader who is kind of who's been hailed as a little more innovative they have started this eureka lab over the last five years yeah. levi's has yeah um it's in san francisco and this is where um they just kind of invent stuff and dream it up and try things and see what works and um customers can you know customize <laughs> and and they're just kind of you know trying to first of all i think everybody right now every brand whether it's like a you know, a, a, a food brand like General Mills or a fashion brand like Levi's. Everyone wants to be seen as having an incubator and being disruptive. You know, these right. are the words accelerator, incubator, and they're all trying new things. And so I think it's it's important to be seen as having that in your culture. But at the end of the day, it's just the classic Levi's, which just look good on everybody and still cost, yeah. you know, 60 bucks. Right. As I think our, you know, the days of premium. Is there, denim have have passed is and people are still a Levi's store at the Mall of America. There, there is, isn't there? There is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember when it opened that it was like a big deal. Yeah, I um, mean it's it's that one is kind of funny to me because it doesn't carry a lot of their edgier stuff. Like in certain bigger markets, like in San Francisco, and New York, you can go in and customize a pair of jeans and do oh. all these really cool things with Levi's. You can't do any of that here. But if you just want to buy, you know, basic Levi's, right. yes, they do sell them at the Mall of America, yeah. and that's the that's the only company store in town. Well. The we'll prices see. are good. I have a pair that I bought a few years ago. They're boyfriend jeans. I love those really? jeans. Maybe oh my gosh. Try. I haven't had Levi's in ages. Oh, maybe I I'll wore those to. to death. Yeah, I still have those. Okay, maybe mm-hmm. I'll have to try this again. Very good stuff. All right. Well, you know somebody who's also going to be carrying um, like $60 jeans at his new store? Who? That would be Michael Druskin. Oh. And he is going to be here to tell us about retail after Len Druskin next on Shop Girls. Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, I'm really excited to have our, our next guest in studio for his radio debut. Yes. It's oh. a name that you know and that the Twin Cities loves. And maybe you saw the news bubbling up this week that he is opening a new store. It is Michael Druskin. You know the store, Len Druskin. It's been a couple years that the Twin Cities has been without a Len Druskin store. Well, Michael is getting back into business this week. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to be here, Allie. You, you, uh, you just couldn't stay away. Retail drew it's you in back. Your blood. Uh, I guess you could say that. Uh, I think it's it's an evolution uh, of where I've been. I can't say immediately. I saw myself uh, coming back and uh, doing something in the same vein, but uh, my that's kind of my my journey took an interesting kind of path and I ended up back at it. And, but this is a little different than what I did before. I think that, that it's what I'm, what the brand we're launching now 
uh, speaks to me in a different way. Right. And so that's what's really exciting me. So it's a men's store. This will be a men's concept that we're launching. Um, it's, enough of the women, huh? You, you put uh, women in premium denim and <laughs> track suits and trendy tops for years. You're done with women. Yeah, I think it's part of it is just a matter of being more focused. I think, you know, one of the less, the lessons I learned and the things I found is, um, at Lennon Lendruskin, we were really doing so many different things. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, it, it just was a lot. And I think at this, where I'm at in my life and all the things I've discovered that I'm passionate about. Um, I really wanted to make sure that that we stayed focused and that I um, didn't end up kind of shooting into it. I have lots of great ideas. Yeah. Um, but I think just but you need to concentrate. Yeah. On just what, really what, stay focused what, and try and maybe at some point, you know, down the road. But today we want I just wanted something a little. But what tighter. was it that made you think, yeah, this is the way to go. This kind of concept about men's and explain mm-hmm. what. How does this differ from other men's stores? Yeah. So initially, you know, I'd had some some talks with some people um, about doing a store again. But, you know, it's at some point you say to yourself, well, I've done something amazing. It didn't end in, you know, in an amazing way, but there were a lot of amazing years. I was there 25 years. And a yeah. lot of them were just fantastic. For anybody who doesn't know, for our young listeners, and there are some, I mean, first of all, they should know that, I mean, your father's entire career was yeah. in retail. Yeah. Yep. He opened Len Druskin in, at 50th and France. Yeah, in 1976. Yeah. 1976. And so my sister worked there. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. forgot yeah. about oh, that. Yeah. At 50th no, and France. She sure yeah. did. And I mean, that. Everybody went there. Yeah. 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 You were, what were you going to say? Well, remember? I remember when I was little and the tornado went through the store Absolutely. and the store was oh, gone because right. that tornado went through Edina and she yep. was one of, your sister was one of the first ones there afterwards to yeah. like help out. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. She was working there then. Yeah. yeah. So you grew up in the store. <clears throat> right. And yes, did you know you wanted. Grandma was in retail. Right. Yeah. So right. Grandma Sally. Yeah. Did you know, did you always know you wanted to go into retail? Uh, well, when I was, I mean, I think I always had a passion for it. Even when I was little, like, you know, you go in the toy store at that point and you'd pick out toys and I wanted the cash register. <laughs> like I wanted the toy cash register, you know, yeah. at like six years old. So, I mean, maybe people had an inkling at that point right. that they, you know, that might be the direction, Yeah. but you know, um, I know there was something just about the interaction and, um, like the, 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 the pace of it mm-hmm. that appealed to me. Right. You know, and I think just, I want, I, I loved going to the grocery store. I thought it was cool to see how they would back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. they wouldn't scan it. They'd have to check. I was like, right. this is amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I think process. I always kind of liked the retail. Sure. Yeah. You know, and so then you joined your, your father, um, in 1999. No, I joined in 1994. Okay. All right. And, and for anybody who doesn't know, I mean, you really, you took what was, of a, a, a wonderful and important local store and turned it into a, a chain. I mean, like yeah. a regional chain. I mean, chain. we really evolved. We added men's in 99. Yeah. So this cool thing also is September will be the 20th anniversary of, you know, when our men's would have launched. Mm. Ah. So... Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think for, to me, it kind of, yeah. I, I'm excited because that, at that point I thought we did something really different for guys mm-hmm. right. in 99 and brought something to the, 
table that wasn't being offered. And I think we're, we're I'm doing that again. So I'm right. kind of excited about that. Right. We were just talking actually about Levi's and Wrangler and some of those old school brands. But you, Michael, really, I remember the early days of premium denim yeah. when you were bringing oh, in yes. seven. I remember and... getting the first box of sevens yeah. and, you know, no one had them in Minneapolis and putting them on the rack and they were gone like the next day. I'm like, that's really strange. Like, I wonder what's up with that. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know. <laughs> right. right. Like, right. you don't know. And that was the start you. of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, and that was, you know, a, that was, but it was pretty cool. So it was a good ride. Yep. Didn't end exactly the no. way you wanted it no, to. It, it was a tough ending. You know, yeah. I think we, in retrospect, I think there were some mistakes made with not paying enough attention to the online business and adding mm-hmm. stores rather than focusing on the online component. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, we were heavily into malls and mall traffic declined significantly. And I think, you know, we had kind of planned things to go a different way and it, all these different factors kind of added up to, to problems. Yeah, yeah. So then, meanwhile, but it's kind of in your blood. You've got some time off. Can can we say my favorite thing that you did while sure. you were off? <laughs> you were a Lyft driver. Yeah, a Lyft will be happy about that. <laughs> I, love and I was that. like, when I saw that you were doing that, I'm like, what's happening with yeah, Michael? So actually, um, were you selling jeans at the same time from the car? <laughs> yeah. So I actually, you know, spoke to a friend after everything happened, and initially, the initial reaction is, oh, I better go right back into what I was doing. And I, I had a friend that said, you know, um, you know, we know you need a job, you need to earn a living, um, but we think you need to step back and just do something totally different, like completely different. Yeah. And, and there aren't that many things you can just, you know, I don't have experience as a server. I don't, I, I actually would like it or a bartender, but I don't have the experience. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what can I do right away? I built, what, what can I just do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'll drive the lift. I don't know how I'm going to like car? it, but <laughs> I've got a car and I just absolutely loved it. You I, must have been an interesting I, experience. I really, you know, you go to work, you do your thing, you get in your routine, but I guess I felt like I had not been as connected to the community in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and different people and their stories and what was going on in the community because I'd be dropping people off at different concerts or different venues I didn't know about. Um, and I just learned so much from the people that got, you know, I had 2,500 in the period I was driving um you know, unique rides, which yeah. probably there were 5,000 some people in and out of the car mm-hmm. on average. And I just... No bad experiences? So, there were one or two, but out of a few thousand. I mean, <laughs> I think in general, <laughs> yeah. it just really spoke to me. And it said, there are so many amazing people out there with so many stories that inspired right. me. That's and that's really part cool. of that's what got me to doing the shop is bringing some of that and saying, hey, why isn't there a shop? where we see all these stories. Why why can't we create a store with the stories? I see it on Instagram and I see it on Facebook. Right. But I wanna I wanna see it I wanna yeah. experience it in person too. Right. So the way that we shop today is so different than when you got into retail. It's very different. And we're looking online and we're looking at images, but then but it's like who has the time to really find all this stuff? So that's right. what you want to do right. with Jackson Gray. Right. So the very different today I think if you have an idea for a brand you can launch it through um, online. You mm-hmm. can do it through Instagram or Facebook, whereas years ago, you had to get into a store. Mm-hmm. So there were more barriers to entry right. if you had a great idea as a vendor wanting to produce something. So what's happened is we have all these really interesting things happening, but they start through digital, not through the brick-and-mortar mm-hmm. space or a trade show. Sure. And so what's happened is I think we're all seeing these cool things through our our Facebook or our, our Instagram feed or our website, a blog, 
but we aren't really ne- necessarily getting the opportunity to see them in a store mm-hmm. or to touch, touch them and feel and them feel, and see yeah. them collectively. And yeah. you still believe that ultimately people want to go to a store. I think some it's people, where I mean, statistics show that that yeah. still is where more purchases are. And made. I think, you know, there's also a need to connect with people. Yeah. And I think, you know, you're seeing that in the breweries or the coffee shops. And I think um, the store just has to create that same experience. So by bringing this group of vendors together that have a shared vision, they feel like a community, but maybe they each can't afford their own storefront in a city like Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have a shop in LA or New York, and maybe that's all they're looking for. Mm -hmm. We can create a shared space where we're still the store and we're curating it, but they have their story told in a way that they feel represents their brand. So you're bringing in all new brands to this area? Mostly all brands that have not been in brick and mortar and the twin cities are some of them in the the midwest okay now let's talk about minnesota men for a minute Mm -hmm. michael because they're not all as adventurous uh do you you think they are i actually think we're i actually think we're more progressive here than yeah i think that um, as you sit here in your black t-shirt no i think collectively but i I think there's a certain stereotype but then again i mean you've sold to men in edina of all places so you know what guys are gonna wear we're progressive we're gonna be progressive at jackson gray in a way that's what how we think and how we want to make change um, in terms of how product is made, how much water is used, um, what kind of labor is used. I don't know that it's all so progressive in terms of the style. Okay. So some of our styles might could be really classic. We've oh, got a line okay. that focuses on fly fishing or you know ah. camping. It's really more about how we how these people think mm. and what how they've um, trying to make change in the world or help people through the way they do things. Okay. And so I think that that's probably something that, you know, people will learn over time with us is, sure. you know, there certainly are some things that are a little more edgy, but um, a lot will be but classic as well. there are edgy well. people too. Yeah, if there's so. one thing that you would like to see Minnesota men add to their wardrobe this fall, what would it be? One thing. Mm. It could be uh, two if it has to be. I'm not, <laughs> not that particular. <laughs> I mean, I think we've we've got some really cool pants that are not technical and they're not uh, sport, but they're not regular twill either. They're kind of a hybrid between an active pant sure. and, and a dress and pant. A, like a casual pant. That's a space a lot of guys struggle yeah, so with. So we have yeah. one new line that's like made out of sweat pant fabric and they have a um, a unique fabric that's like, it's a like twill pant, but it's part sweat pant. Hmm. And then we've got another one that's like part technical, but part kind of casual pant. And that's what I think is really cool. That sounds but very there's cool. there's some cool stuff happening in the bottoms. All right. I mean, that's where I've seen a lot Good of... Good to have I, things happening I, in the I love stuff happening <laughs> in the bottoms. Absolutely. Um, so the store is called Jackson Gray. You are going to be located within Denolo. We will. So in- yeah, and it has a unique spelling. It's J-A-X-O-N. Um, G-R-E-Y. Okay. I, um, clearly, it's kind of a take or homage. homage to the store um, that my grandmother was part of in the 50s and 60s and, and early Greaves. 70s. Yep. Right. yep. And the Nicollet yeah. Mall. Um, and we, we love the X because the X represents that nexus where people can kind of converge, uh-huh. share ideas, and then go back out and kind of and hopefully have some impact or feel differently after they've come together that's great when do you open we open friday it's a soft opening because product fall product is just rolling in. we'll have a really good selection but product will continue to roll in and i would say by mid-september we'll have a really big 
kind of launch, but we will be open starting Friday. There's been some people wandering through already, seemed excited, which which made us feel good. Our hard yeah. work. You well, know. and so many people in this town have a connection to you and your family one way or the other. I mean, Veronica Clark, who started Denolo, yeah. she got her retail right. start working at yep, Landrust. Exactly. Yeah. And so Veronica are coming back together. We'll be in Denolo. So there's three shops that are going to be in Denolo, which is Kindred, which is Veronica's. Uh-huh. Bumbershoot, it's their second location. Mm-hmm. The other one's at 50th in France. And those are our women's components. And then I'll be the men's component with Jackson Gray. Um and the store also has a, a big sport component. Um, I want to mention because I've learned, I started boxing in um, about two I and a half tell. years ago. Yeah. And it was one of the most ex- amazing experiences I can say I've ever had. One of the best decisions I'd made. And it was one of those things where I really kind of was getting out of my comfort zone. And yeah. So that experience at Uppercut Gym really, I think, is part of how I got to this shop, too, which is get out of your comfort zone, because hmm. I never have had such an amazing experience. And, and if I definitely need a ride to the store, will you pick me up? <laughs> I, don't, I have to probably renew my Lyft license. I'm just saying, you know, I yeah. want you to be But I was a highly rated driver. <laughs> I, I, I had a good rating, I have to deal. say. <laughs> Michael Druskin, we are so glad to have you back in retail and so glad you're doing well. And yeah, uh, it's fun to be back. I mean, it's definitely something I'm ha- I'm hope to give back what I got out of so many people that I met the last few years. And so the, it, it was such an amazing experience to draw off the stories and the passion that we I'm, I'm excited to give some of that back. The store is Jackson Gray. It opens this Friday in the North Loop inside Denolo. Uh, We'll put a link up. You can follow along now. Your social media is all up at Jackson Gray. At Jackson Gray official? At Jackson Gray official. Official. Okay. It is official. Thanks for being here, Michael. (laughs) Thank you. We will be back with more Shop Girls right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hey, before we do Who's Look, and we've got a lot of looks to discuss, we actually have a giveaway for we you. Do. do you know who's coming to town? Oh, I'm excited. Okay. It's Rachel Brosnahan, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, and the man who plays her husband's father. Her um, husband's yeah, father. Her oh, the one who works Kevin in the Pollock. factory. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Kevin Pollock, who's, who's been in A Few Good Men and Casino, Grumpy Old Men, all of those. Okay. They are coming for a fundraiser through Temple of Aaron uh, in St. Paul, and it's benefiting the Neighborhood House Food Shelf Habitat for Humanity and also the synagogue's programs. It's on Sunday, August 25th at 1 o'clock at O'Shaughnessy. And what are they doing? Are they going to be like just talking? Or? It'll be a conversation okay. with them. Okay. Yes. Um, so that is coming up. They're going to talk about, uh, I suppose, about the show as well as all of the stuff going on in their lives. Okay. And so we have a giveaway, and I want to make it clear that it is on Sunday, August 25th at 1 o'clock, even though the ticket has the wrong date on it. Oh, okay. But it's it's happening but, on Sunday the 25th, and we've got right. a pack of four tickets that we're going to give away. So if you're a big fan of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you're probably going to want these. Um, the number to call is 651-641-1071, and we'll take the 
third caller. That's what I was going to say. Were you? I was. Oh my so. God, we are so in sync, Mom. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so the third caller, 651-641-1071. We have four tickets to see Rachel Brosnahan and Kevin Pollack from The Marvelous Mrs. Mason. we may Mesa. have four more later. You never know. Maybe. All right. Um, and I also, I would like to make a disclaimer uh, because I want to prove that I know what's going on. In the um, Old Town Road <laughs> version with Billy Ray Cyrus, he, they in fact talk about a Fendi sports bra. Okay, okay. well, talk That's, about random yeah. out of left field for anybody who didn't <laughs> Just to correct you me. earlier. We were talking Definitely about can listen and they'll go podcast. As now. one might expect, expect, we were of course talking about Lil Nas X and yes. his song, and you referenced and a line jeans. about and, a sports right. bra, and, and you and Hope and had some Hope words said they yeah. didn't that he didn't talk about, but Hope was wrong. Yes, and I was. Oh, wrong. Well, <laughs> I was wrong. I just had the original you lyrics. Had the original, but the Billy Ray Cyrus one does talk about a Fendi sports right. bra. So Let's there. leave Hope alone. She has to answer the lines. Yes. Okay. Thing. We'll to, let her right. do her thing. Okay. We'll find out who the leader, who the winner is. And in the meantime, it's time for whose look is it anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? All right. Well, leave it to the Olsen twins. If anyone is going, I mean, I just laughed out loud when I saw this headline. If anyone is going to find a new way, get ready for it. Get ready for it (laughs) to wear a cardigan sweater. You know, last week we talked about Gigi Hadid bringing cardigans back with the one button. I think it's going to be a big year for cardigans. Well, I'm not wearing mine this way. But um, I couldn't even understand. I sat there looking at the picture. I'm like, what is new? What is even happening in this photo? Because it was black and it was against black pants and it was hard to see. Mm -hmm. But what she did, she was actually wearing like a zip hoodie, a red zip up hoodie. And she took the cardigan and instead of, you know, how people throw it over their shoulders and tie the sleeves in a knot. Yeah. Well, she didn't do that. She slipped her body through the nickel. Okay. Buttoned up the bottom. Oh, that's what's going on there. And it almost looked like a skirt. Why? A very short skirt. Why do you think she did that? I have no idea. And I really would stretch the neck out. Right. I think I'm going with Gigi. In Style Magazine says that this thing that Mary Kate did, buttoning up her cardigan and shimmying into it, is blowing their minds. It's blowing, it's blowing the minds, minds of the editors they at InStyle. They have easily blown minds, that's all I can say. <laughs> but it's different. So I, I guess... I'm not going with it. What about you? I, no. Okay. I, I mean... Yeah, no, it it kind of, yeah, it kind of just looks like she's wearing a little knit skirt over yeah, her. That's why it was so hard to see against her black pants. Yeah, but, okay, yeah. So, all right, whatever. Well, that's that. Okay, um, then, um, we have J Lo and Chrissy Teigen. You know how we've been seeing all of the tiny little sunglasses that all of the models have been wearing and all. Mm-hmm. So obviously, we had to change it up, and now it would seem that we are going with the extra large sort of bug eye. Um, sunglasses and two big influencers j-lo and chrissy teigen were seen wearing them at the same time now chrissy's were from chloe at four hundred dollars j-lo she went for gucci at 650 <laughs> i'm going for neither at those prices well do you like but the look i kind of like the look better than the little ones i okay. i like sunglasses that are bigger rather than than real tiny yeah so i guess you know 
Put away your little granny glasses. Well, I don't think I ever did put away. I mean, the the thing is, I mean, I think oversized always looks good and you can get away with a yeah. bigger frame a in sunglass. sunglasses yes. than you can in your regular glasses. It actually is, I mean, it's good for you. It, it blocks the sun and all that. But but these are not just, oh, I mean, these are like ginormous. Oh, yes, they are. They these are like the, the usual oversized. You wouldn't have right. to put makeup on because it's they a, will just cover your face. It's a very exaggerated look, but there are a lot of fun ones. And I mean, yeah, I think with sunglasses, maybe I'll you don't have to that. spend six fifty on it unless no. JLo's buying them for you. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. But it's a fun look to try. Okay. Well, we have a lot. Hope more, do we, we have don't. a do we have a winner? Yeah, we got Kim. She's our first winner. Kim's going. Yes. She's gonna go to the uh, Rachel Brosnahan Kevin Pollock uh, and, and, event. Right. Very and you nice. Can, obviously, you can buy tickets at O'Shaughnessy. Yes. All right. We'll be back with another hour of Shop Girls. Get ready to give us a call right after this.